Action Park Media. Yeah. Clear enough for you. All right. Welcome to another episode of Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug Allen. Kevin Dillon. Victory. Kevin Connolly in the live room. It's not the booth. The booth is the bubble booth. This is the live room. I'm in the live room today. And breaking news today is that Kevin Dillon may move out of Malibu and move closer to the studio. Is that why? Could you imagine? Yeah, I wouldn't mind coming back closer to you guys. This way I don't have to, you, you won't have to hear me complaining about the traffic all the time. I like it. You know what? This is a pretty big studio. Maybe you could just move in here. Hey, that's not a bad idea. You got that, the uh, the room in the back of your if office. We had a I could shower, take your office. If we had a shower here, there'd be plenty of people living here, trust me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just got to give a shout out to Nick Busillo and Erica Eaglo. This is an interesting story. But interesting. after the Jimmy Kimmel episode back in the day aired, when drama goes great fucking night, Nick turned to her and asked her to be his girlfriend to keep up with the great fucking night theme. First anniversary, she gave him a custom glass that read, thank God for entourage. So that's 15 years ago. Wow. And now they are, are married and together. And I'm not really? sure. That's I, awesome. But that's I'm also awesome. blanking. I think I'm congratulating them on, on a baby, but I'm not positive. But anyway, we love you guys, whatever it is. Yeah, I, that's really I, great. My, my stuff's getting crossed. But uh, And then a couple other things. I got all these messages on Twitter. I have no idea what happened. But they said I we were talking about the James Cameron letter regarding Aquaman movie. And then we never mm-hmm. finished the story. Is that true? Well, the James Cameron letter is up a few times and i think as a collectively as an audience not that we don't believe you <laughs> not that we don't believe you we want to see the letter i have and, to well, find just, the letter d- come on bro you yeah. got a whole team of people at your Dig house deep. so deep. let's explain what the letter is so everyone understands it and then hopefully i can find it in my, there's no way it's gone was 100%. it james cameron stationary it was not. It was handwritten okay. from James Cameron that Janice, our post-production supervisor who got James Cameron on the show, gave me. But what happened was... And he signed it sincerely, James Cameron, at the end of it. I don't know if it was sincerely or not. Go fuck yourself, James Cameron. <laughs> but it was, uh, it, was, it was actually one of the highlights of anything I've ever received from anybody. Because it was really funny, but it was also very Clearly commanding. you didn't care right. about my Christmas card too much, huh? <laughs> and also, too, it's, there's something about a letter, it, it right? Was, I mean, it's, yeah, a, a, it's, a, it's a lost art. If you have a letter with a, mm-hmm. and a, you know from James Cameron. I mean, that's how, a how was his penmanship? I was how about was to say what I remembered clearly was great penmanship. Of course, oh, the guy's a fucking genius. But let me explain what the letter was. Aquaman, Vince makes this movie. It's going to be this giant thing. And my plan was for it to not be successful, which was stupid on a number of levels. First of all, James Cameron doesn't make movies that aren't successful. He's never made a movie that hasn't been successful. And secondly, we would have missed one of our best episodes, which was the movie breaking the record all time. So what James Cameron's letter said, so everyone understands this, was my movie cannot bomb. (laughs) And this was over a page of handwritten, very funny, very intelligent, but also... Don't Let me fuck rephrase with me. that, yes. Mr. Doug Ellen. <laughs> this movie will not be a bomb, or you will hear and from my lawyers. Fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. I, I mean, it definitely put the fear of God into me, but it also inspired me to go, of course he's right. What is wrong yeah. with me? And it also made me realize that when people thought about the show, they thought, don't embarrass me on this show. People look at this realistically, mm-hmm. and we know, we talked about Stephen Gagan, an amazing he's writer. like, I did three episodes of your fucking show, and yeah. you're going to make my movie a bomb? Forget about it. I don't blame him. That's <laughs> right. a good call on Cameron. But you got to dig up the letter. Do I you, have to. Do dig you up have one. a 
Do you have a ballpark? Is it yeah, in yeah. the garage? Is it in storage? It should Pl- be behind glass it, right now. Literally. <laughs> By the way, the only reason it's not behind glass is because obviously I moved out of a house once upon a time and and stuff is all in, in a box. It is carefully sealed. Somewhere wow. it's safe. Yeah, 100%. Okay. okay. Everyone wanted to know Kevin Dillon. We hired you. Sorry. Kevin Connolly, <laughs> president of Action Park Media. Yeah. President? Is that CEO. a title? CEO. CFO. What's your title? O-O-O. The guy's What's, every You name o. it, bro. You name it. What's my title? <laughs> you don't have one yet. You don't have one yet. You're the janitor. <laughs> right. Employee number eight. <laughs> Listen, you're one of our superstars. So, but Connolly wrote, uh, not wrote a check. Who writes a check anymore? But he paid $484 for a Kevin Dillon cameo to wish me a happy birthday. Oh, the cameo. That's, so, that's yeah. so funny. That did. Wait, wait, wait. How paid, do you know this? How much did you pay? There's $367. But how do you know this? Because Stock Tip Dave build me <laughs> i thought you said 484 i don't know it was 367 i told stock tip dave to put it on his credit card and now stock tip dave is is invoiced me oh wow the kevin dillon fair cameo. enough fair enough and you know what's crazy what's even more fair is gonna be when i yank it out of your fucking i, I have a, we go. we're gonna we go. get to the question that i said i would are we gonna talk about it? we're gonna talk about it clearly i just want to say one thing before because Connolly okay. paid for it but it was a gift to me for my birthday so True. i made an NFT artwork out of it, and I sold it for a million dollars, which is all mine. So what? I, fuck you guys. Sorry. He did not. Dylan goes, what? <laughs> <laughs> He's kidding. He's I kidding. want to do it, though. I think it's a smart move. But here's yeah, the question. Everyone wants to know, Kevin Dillon, I will follow your lead. Did you know it was us? Yes. Of course, <laughs> course I did. did. Of course, of course I did. So I knew you knew it was us. You but knew I knew. That's and how as a matter good. matter of fact, you gave me notes and said, try it again. Do it better. You're he, selling me out. He's giving you notes on he your cameos. You can't even be yourself without him giving you notes. Unbelievable. Well, it was tough. I, I, I had to do it quietly because they were rolling at the time. Did You're Bruce Willis set. go, what is this shit? No, he was gone by that stage. He did two days and he was out. You're he screaming victory on a soundstage of a movie? Well, I screamed like, victory and everyone's like, quiet, please. <laughs> well, Kevin Dillon is outing us now, so now you all know the truth is some of the stuff on Victory the Podcast is performance art. I'm not a performer, <laughs> but I do the best I can. Doug, that was your idea. I thought it was a great idea. We were missing Dylan. It added a layer. Of- it, it was great that Doug with his partner, Kevin, that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I thought you were genius, and I think everybody, now you know, it speaks to exactly who Kevin Dylan is. This guy's a great actor because Kevin Connolly and I were like, no one is going to believe this is real, and yeah, the yeah. debate is out there. To me, I knew because because I knew, but I, I definitely, I saw it. People are like, I can't believe this. It's crazy. That this guy wouldn't know that. I'm like, uh, you know, but so we're admitting. I had the gear on too, all right, the webbing. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, the, uh, your, your vest. Your, I should have my weapons on me too. Utility, ill. So, Victory the Podcast and Action Park Media, especially Kevin Connolly, have a little bit of a sticky situation that we have to figure out. Boy, okay, so... The film festival. Yeah. So we've got some we've got some really great movies. We want to announce a winner, getting ready to narrow it down to uh to twenty to show you and Doug. Yeah. Dylan and Doug have us have us choose uh a film. Now, apparently, as I just learned, we're not allowed to pay the winner. Oh, really? So we're why is that? We're canceling. We're, <laughs> I like we're, grill we're canceling the thousand dollar prize, not because I don't want to give a thousand dollars, because it's basically illegal, which I didn't know. Oh, Doug, what's your understanding of it? What do you? What do you? I didn't. I didn't have any understanding of it because I'm. I, I mean. It's weird. We're not radio people, so we're in this podcast world where where we don't really know what the rules are. I don't have any idea. I thought we could 
do whatever. Yeah. We right. Want. So it's the Federal Trade Commission that would make trouble for us. And the thought would be that it would be an inside job. And, you know, what if we, one of your buddies from, you know, back east or one of Doug's friends from high school? So it, mm. I guess. Even though it's only a thousand bucks, I mean, Gary, am I right? It would be like the equivalent of insider trading. I mean, I guess is that <laughs> we would certainly be opening ourselves up to that. Unfortunately, wait, say that yeah. again. We would absolutely be opening ourselves up to that if if someone were to report us to the FTC, then we would have. Trouble. I mean, are you kidding? Like insider <laughs> trading, a thousand wow. bucks? I, I, I can't even wrap my head around it. But somehow, a good news is there's going to be a winner. B, we're going to promote you to the best of our ability. Yeah, I mean, we're going to blast out your. We're going to blast. Can we out give your, them? Um, uh, some I, kind of reward, I like uh, sign things. We're and... even allowed to do that. No, I don't think we're allowed to do that. Right, we're gonna I have think to like a cornhole. You we're know, gonna like have to figure that out. Sets or something. But I guess that's the same thing. And and whatever it is, I thought I did not think it would become a uh, even an issue with the Federal Trade Commission. Listen, it's a litigious world, and I apologize. I just had no idea. I mean, mm. would you have thought that no. it would be uh, borderline illegal no. to give out a thousand? And I bet price? nothing would ever happen if we did pay it. But, Famous uh, I mean, last words. Yeah. I love how Dylan's so calm about the illegal yeah. stuff. He was so nervous about the crazy bookie showing up at the office that uh, now he's like, yeah, I bet you no one will find it. I anyway, wasn't worried about no stinking bookie. Anyway, <laughs> someone's going to win this competition. Somehow someone we're going to make be, it up to you. Someone will be acknowledged. Yeah. We're not even saying winning. We're no, saying, we can't say winning. I don't know if we can. What? I don't know. Come <laughs> on, you guys. Stop <laughs> I, I, Listen. You're, we're, you're over you're I, overthinking I, this. No, I mean, just saying, like, we could find ourselves in hot water. I, the last thing I need is a call from the SEC. Doug Allen is an inside uh, trader. I don't know about the SEC. <laughs> Doug that, getting, the, the Securities Doug, Exchange uh, Commission. Imagine Doug getting walked out of Action Park in handcuffs for insider Doug, trading. <laughs> Doug is just a, a, a minimum wage employee here. <laughs> Nobody's coming after me. But, that's right. They're coming after you, Kevin. That's what I'm saying. And, and I apologize to anybody. Obviously, um, it's not we're not being tight with a thousand bucks. But I don't know. It almost like puts a sour. I don't know. It like ruins it. Now, no, you know? it's not going to ruin it because someone's going to win. Well, someone's someone's going to be acknowledged as a great filmmaker we're gonna promote you or something yeah, we can we're, air it by right? way, we're, we're gonna air it totally somewhere. we're gonna we're, we're also too we're gonna air a few of them listen the, the point is that you just it, it just the minute you start talking about giving money to strangers over the internet the entire landscape changes which is crazy to me this is I like matt gates shit and also too <laughs> i even thought like all right if there's a little red tape you know, then then that's cool. But just getting into it, I'm realizing, wow. Can I just say it? nothing's fucking easy. I just oh. want everyone to understand. All we did, we came together in a little room with Connolly. We were just trying to have a good time. He yeah. told Dylan he could show up when he felt like it and not. All of a sudden, it's like <laughs> not a the job. Case anymore, all of a sudden, man. it's like that's real a... work. And now we're in trouble with the FTC. Dog, yes, right. Dog's under investigation for insider trading. I mean, and this, I don't this, even this have a Bitcoin. Does anyone this, have a Bitcoin? I'm so oh, I don't have, have I stock don't. in that. I wish I did. I wish I did, too. It's not stock in that. It's owning this fucking Bitcoin. It's on a hard drive which is weird. Yeah. I don't even understand. Which, that. by the way, if any of us had a Bitcoin or a Dodge coin, we could just give this non-winner of this non-film Ooh. festival like we something. Would not, right. Oh, you're saying that's the a whole idea of uh, cryptocurrency. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no one who would know about it. No one could regulate that. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So maybe... Uh, Anybody the, got any extra Bitcoin laying around? <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right. So anyway, we got a great episode. Danya Ramirez. Danya Ramirez. Season seven of Entourage. Final season of Sopranos. Heroes, which was a great show. And she's got a new Netflix show coming up, too, which is I, awesome. I've known Danya for years. She's great. It'll be a smooth, super smooth interview. I know Dylan's, Dylan's not a big interview guy. You're not. Well, right? I didn't have a storyline with her. Right. If it's someone I worked with, it's different. <laughs> what about just general interest in... Humanity. How about I that? hate humans. <laughs> I hate humans. Let's talk dogs. Anyway, we're going to be back with Danya Ramirez.
All right, welcome back, Victory the Podcast. I'm excited. It's so, this is one of those weird things because we were pretty close friends back in the day. I see you on Instagram all the time, so I feel like I still see you, but I haven't seen you in 10 years live. Danya Ramirez, how are you? Hi, I'm amazing. Yeah. Oh my God, I was saying the same thing, and you guys look the same. Well, I feel Dylan like we doesn't, but we... I've aged. <laughs> Christ have I aged. I mean, Dylan looks like my father now, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I see nothing's changed. Yeah. Does Doug exactly look different? Anything about Doug look different to you? continues on. I'm not embarrassed. You're not going to shame me right now. Kevin. Anything about so, Doug look different? Listen, my hair got a little thinner. I'm 53, and he wants to, to bring attention to it. Oh, I can't even see it. You know what? The hat is not looks even good on the sides, though. Right? The sides are the sides are flowing, bro. The sides are flowing. I attached uh, extensions on the side. I don't know if that's weird, but you know, it, it feels good. So, how you doing? I'm doing great. You yeah. know, life has been amazing to me. I think the past 10 years has been like such a roller coaster ride for everybody. It's so crazy but, to think 10 years. But I mean, you got, we'll, we'll talk about everything you got going, but you got a new Netflix show coming out, Sweet Tooth. Sweet Tooth. Yeah. When's that airing? And tell us about so it. So it's, uh, it's airing on June 4th on Netflix. So you guys have to watch out. And it's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. It's, in my opinion, something that the world needs to watch right now. So imagine if you could just watch this journey through this 10-year-old dear boy's eyes. And it's all hopeful. You're not playing the 10-year-old boy. I am, I am not playing the 10-year-old uh, boy. But I am. Uh, basically, he's a hybrid. And he's like a post-apocalyptic world. And he's this coming-of-age story. And he has this, like, partner. And I happen to be one of the last humans that have survived this apocalypse. And, uh, yeah, my, my, my role... So I play Amy Eden. I am basically, I turned out to be sort of like the mother bear of these hybrids and I want to keep them safe. Oh, now, wow. when you, she says hybrid, so what happens is the, and stop me if I'm wrong, Donnie. So the apocalypse happens and there's a few humans left and then there's like, Part human, part animals? Yeah. So, I mean, they call it, for the purposes of the show, they call it like this big crumble that took out most of uh, the population of humanity. And so there's only it's a It's not few. a nuclear bomb or anything? It's, but uh, it's basically nature claiming its place back. So it's something that naturally has occurred. So yeah. if you think of like what an apocalypse might Meteor. look like. Yeah, something like that. Is I think a little bit more natural than that. And that's actually the cool part about it. And it starts off, it's set off with a virus that starts everything off. And then this apocalypse happens. And then when you walk outside, like I happen to be a former therapist and I've been stuck in my <laughs> office and I come outside and now there's like nothing. You so know, it kind of so. plays into our real lives a little bit and then moves forward, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, at the same time, this extraordinary thing happens and there are these hybrids that are now popping up and they're half animal, half kids. And it's sort of like they don't get the virus. And this you experience everything through this young, you know, boy's um, life coming of age and just trying to figure out what his oranges are and, and humans, the humans that are left are like fear them. You don't this know what came great. first. By the way, this you does... Yeah, it does, right? It sounds amazing. <laughs> and and also it's also sounds amazing. sounds possible, which is crazy. Well, it feels like right now. <laughs> totally right. What's, all, what's also crazy and possible is Conley did research for yeah. you to get here. How do you know what's going on? Yes, that's I, I, I love that. I, I love that. Seven <laughs> pages of notes. So you know it's based on a, on a DC comic. Well, that's what's going to be my question. Uh, so I know it's yeah. based on a comic. So the hybrids, right? Is that what we're calling them? The, the hybrids? hybrids? That's what we're calling what them. What do the yes. hybrids look like? Uh, 
visually? Is it like The Walking Dead? I mean, like, what what is it? Is it no? Look I think that's cartoony what's, or that's or? the best part about it. I think they really humanized everything and made it seem very real. Actually, I read an article a few uh, a few weeks ago of a real hybrid that popped up in Asia. So you just wow. never know, right? Wait, in life, what I is know, it like a dog with a person's head? And, yeah, and, it's a, wow. some of them actually. Some of the hybrids are more. Some of them are uh, more part animal, and some of them are more look more human. Oh my God! So Connolly could be yeah. a hybrid. <laughs> I potentially. Oh, you don't know. Potentially. You're only looking at half and half. He, he might have a tail we don't ant. know about. He's the ant man. He's half ant. Half I wish. Man. I wouldn't be sitting yeah. here with you jokers. That's, That's why he hides sure. in that booth. We don't know what's down under the <laughs> windowsill over there. But I guess what I'm a saying. Merman. I guess what I'm saying is it visually is it a, a sus- like a suspension of belief or it's like damn that looks real. No, it's a lot. A lot of it looks very real. And the interesting part about it, we shot it in New Zealand, so oh, you know the, the landscape is so magnificent and everything looks. You know, there's a lot of magic and wonder that are that's a part of it and because it has aspects of being sci-fi you're going to fall into that you know world of suspense and where the look of it might seem a little bit might like could be so like from a comic book but they still wanted to make it look and feel human and feel like it's something that that is happening as we speak and that's why i say people should you know it's the kind of show that you, you have never seen anything like it before it sounds really awesome yeah i mean it really does it sounds yeah. awesome and so, really good people involved too you got robert downey so right. robert downey jr's wow. production yeah team downey him and his wife and so there's a lot of family aspects of it that are really beautiful within it um and then you know jeff lemire who wrote the comic book and jim mickle and beth schwartz actually those are the creators of the show and the showrunner and you know their vision is just really really amazing i feel so honored that i was a part of it i was just like wow i'm excited how many episodes <laughs> uh, it's eight episodes um, um so far yeah so it's a first season and we're just uh excited for the world to watch how, right. how did you like new zealand Amazing. Isn't it great? Were you in the South Island? Amazing. You know, some of uh, some of the characters ended up going to the South okay. Island. I, I didn't. I stayed mostly like Auckland. in Auckland. Yeah. Yeah. Great city. Great city. Wahiki. But the people were amazing. Oh, yeah. And again, I mean, we, we shot it uh, during COVID. So mm. it was really great to be away from the drama of like, you know, yeah. walking around with masks because in New Zealand, they, they really had it. it. They hardly yeah. got it at all. Well, they, they got it under control. Real they quick, had it yeah. under control. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. There's also six people that live in that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome. I'm excited to see it. I want to, I want to. Herd immunity. I want to go back earlier though with you, Danya. Where, yes. Let's go back get, to the beginning. Let's go back to the beginning. Let's go back okay. to the beginning. Dominican Republic. Let's go yeah. back to all of it. But where, where'd you get started in this business? How'd you get started as an actor? When did you know you wanted to do this and how'd you get started well you know i've always kind of been the really active and really wanted to somehow sing and you know dominican i was born in dominican republic and i grew up in a very small town without any like running water or electricity or anything so like being an actress wasn't something that i grew up thinking that i was going to be right you know and uh, my parents moved to the states when i was six months old i was raised by my grandmother and moved around all over dominican republic and then finally you know thank god immigrated to the states and and um, and then here, when I was 15, I used to work at a store in West New York, New Jersey, and I would be dancing in front of the store all the time, very lively. And this guy came in one day and asked me if I wanted to model, and that was my introduction to the entertainment world. Was that a? Yeah, it was a positive like, guy though. He wasn't a creep. He was, <laughs> <laughs> that's you know, I, Doug's line when he can, I, can I be honest? I think you know, for me, I, I think anything that's ever happened to me in my life, whether I, I don't like to victimize myself within my journey. I think you know, it's about. Feeling empowered by right. everything that has occurred. And for me, 
I think I was a little bit of a hustler early on, you know. I ended up working with him. I'm not going to say he wasn't a creep with other people, but he was never that with me, <laughs> yeah. Good. you know. I could never say anything bad about the person that sort of introduced me to the business. That's he great. was amazing. Good. Um, we ended up actually— I know who you're talking about. You do? <laughs> what is going on Donnie here? and I go way, way, Yo, way, Kevin way, and I way do back. go way back. Wait, I, I'm so confused. And by Are the way, wait, he's... friends? <laughs> yeah. So his, yeah, but his um, wife, well, I don't know why. Oh, by the way, you know, by the way. Close enough, Zulai. Zulai's going to kill him for that one. <laughs> Zulai, well, you know, she she knows I would have said that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Good we've job. Been, we've been friends for a very long time. So uh, we did a movie together called The Legal Tender back in the day. And so I've known Zulai since then I'm sorry. The, I feel like I've known all you guys Danya. forever. I've known Danya from out and about. Well, yeah. Why didn't you go Close. get her on the show? Why do I have to chase Danya down? I mean, it, it just seems you like know, it would have been. You, didn't, you didn't leave much room for us to 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 weigh in on those things. <laughs> well, I'm excited that we have you. So then you started. So you start modeling, and then so when wait, did you get this was all so super like coincidence that you like you know hit me up, and then I was like, actually, I have a show coming out. This is like perfect. I, just, I would love to come on the show. I mean, listen, I just you know I'm a but, fan um, of yours. I thought it'd be good to get you on. I yeah. didn't even know you had the show on. I didn't know yeah. you knew Connolly. I don't even remember if you guys did scenes together on Entourage. Did we, you? We were we, in scenes together. Yeah. Nothing, you know. Not, we not, never had. I don't think we ever had like exchanged. I think we lines. walked by yeah. each other at a couple <laughs> scenes. We walked by each other a couple <laughs> times. I mean, because I consider myself. Maybe it comes back, and maybe we do get to have some scenes together. You never know, right? Comes back, but I mean, I don't. I just didn't know you guys were friends. Don and I, you know, we went to Vegas with Jerry and Scott Khan and Janet Montgomery. Do you remember that trip? Oh my God, that was such. Was that a fight? That was a cool. Listen, cool I on that trip. You were on that trip. I think you were yeah, on the trip. Yeah, we we've to, talked about it. Yeah, you want to see the picture? I posted the, the picture with Muhammad Ali. Did yeah. you see it today? I reposted. No, I didn't you guys. see that. But that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we yeah. met Muhammad Ali and Larry Fitzgerald. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, yeah. Also, we, but I don't remember Dylan being there. At all. I don't. I don't. I didn't meet them. So. <laughs> <laughs> I think we left them behind. Thanks, you guys. We went on our own journey. You know what? We had. I think it's weird. It was an HBO fight, and I think HBO gave us a plane. Yeah, we. They really liked us. Now, let me tell you something. That's Times the have one, changed. The perks of Entourage right there, sir. That was I pretty mean, cool. That was pretty cool. Getting on a private started. plane. Yeah. I know. We had, I just started working. Boxing matches was yeah. great. I, I think that. I got the call. They're like, yeah, we have a plane. We're going on a fight. I'm like, of course. It's who, Entourage. Who's fighting? Like, Do you remember like, who was fighting? What life am I living right now? I'm getting a call <laughs> to get on a private jet and I don't have to pay. It was very cool. You know what? I could not tell Pacquiao? you. Was it Pacquiao? I, I honestly could not tell you what the fight is. I can tell you. I was... We're right there. But remembering meeting Muhammad Ali was the, besides our friendship, it was the highlight of the trip. That was really, really yeah, yeah. special. By the way, cool. I can bring it full circle. Do you know what it was? It no. was the Kentucky Derby. How do you come up with that? Because I remember Janet Montgomery remembered that it was the weekend of the Kentucky Derby, and there's usually a big fight on the day of the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. So let's take it even a step further and say that it was 11 years ago, almost to the day. Wow. You know what? Actually, wow, it's, it's funny that you say that out. because it came up on Facebook as pretty much, yeah, it was like April 30th. No, um, it was no, it was May because, or whatever it was, it was the weekend of the, week, of the yeah. Kentucky Derby because that's why I wasn't there because I was actually at the Derby because I'm a sportsman. <laughs> and you're a jockey. <laughs> I'm a jockey. He's a jockey. <laughs> so, See, we're, we're friends, but he never invited me to the Kentucky Derby. Yeah. I was I there mean, for so work. I don't know. You know I, I, I had doing? a bone to pick with Secretariat. you. Secretariat. <laughs> I was there promoting a movie. Yeah, I was working, bro. Is that when that came out? Yes. Oh, wow. I was with Diane Lane and, and the um, real Penny Chenery at, at 
Churchill Downs. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to try to get us back on focus. So, Danya, <laughs> yeah, this guy shows up. He thinks you should model. And then when do you get into acting? How does that go um, So, yeah, long story short, I, I, I was leaving a go-see. I was modeling at the time. I was leaving a go-see in New York City. And on my way out, um, they were someone was casting uh, Streets is Watching, which was uh, an HBO series of shorts that Spike Lee was directing, uh, was producing along with Rosie Perez. And he was directing this particular one. It was called Negaricans. And so they needed this, I mean, this is my life. My, I'm like, I'm just stumbling into things. So they needed ring girls for the Negorican thing. And, and everything took place inside of a train. So I go in, I get the job. Um, Spike Lee hires me. He was so amazing to me and so sweet. I, he ended up, he's the reason why I became SAG. So because of that job, um, I got my, um, what is that called? The, the, Taft Hartley. The, oh, the waivers. Taft. No, the waivers. Taft Hartley, right? No? Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. No, you got to pick up a couple. Do you, you guys, you know, you, you, yeah. are you in this business, you <laughs> too? You got to pick up a couple of waivers and then you, you have. Well, I don't, I've been in the business so long, I don't remember. <laughs> Jimmy, Carter was, Jimmy Carter was president when I got my SAG card. <laughs> FYI, yeah. Dylan. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm telling you, I've done all kinds of jobs. And so for me, that's sort of like how we started. I was doing music videos and just, you know, the way I see it, because I wasn't trying to be this big actress thing and, and I didn't think this was a career. I just sort of like took everything as like, oh, my God, this is a huge deal. I'm right. talking to Spike Lee. He's talking to me. Oh, my God. And, and I'm doing a music video. I guess I'm supposed to act like you know somebody's <laughs> girlfriend. And I'm like, oh, they don't really care. That's they, pretty just, cool. they just want you to dance. By the way, you guys who aren't models, a go see is something. Go see this person. Go see that person. A lot of people don't know what the go see is. As opposed to with yeah, your like, yeah, modeling me and, career, you would know that. Yeah, I was yeah. a model. You've been on no go sees. <laughs> I promise you that. Daniel, oh, you I had some good. Oh, I had. You were in some good music videos though. I, 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 Jay Z. I was. Who else? Yeah, I mean, I've been um, Santana. I was. Wow. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like some. You, really, you met Carlos Santana. I've definitely met Carlos Santana. Oh, he's I, the I best. Dan- oh, he's the best. Him. I actually he gave me this cross that he had from Mexico. This like handmade cross and it was just like an amazing omen. He was like, you were so great and you have such a light and energy. And That's so I was awesome. like, oh my God, this is Greatest really cool. guitarist of all time. Absolutely. Opinion. Is that 100%. true, Dylan? I, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, really? I love him. I mean, he's right up there. Yeah, he's I mean, he's definitely one right of the best. Sure. I can't, I, I wouldn't even debate it, but he's he's amazing. That's very yeah. cool. So, but you know what that's, was interesting about that job was that, okay, so my parents were not in the business and my dad was super old school. And so when I got home, like for the third day straight at like five o'clock in the morning, he basically had my stuff on <laughs> outside. And I was like, oh my God, I'm getting kicked out of my You're house. like, dad, it's <laughs> night shoots. It's night <laughs> My shoots. mom is arguing with him inside because she's like, no, you got to let her in and I'm starting college like that same day so that was like the last day that I spend wait, wait, at wait, home wait, wait hold on your dad thought like you were broke curfew and was mad what do you mean oh yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was already breaking curfew on a regular <laughs> basis he kicked, he kicked you out he kicked you out so sort of I mean yeah. I would say kick me out I would say that I also didn't want to patch things up I, you know I was starting college and I was going away to Montclair State University so I went to Montclair uh, State University right and so I took four years while I was in school played volleyball in all through college college oh, nice. and then took a and I was taking acting classes at the actor so this is really where my acting career really begins is I go into this commercial audition and this uh, this casting director says you should really try to act for, like for a living and I said okay well 
I would love to. I don't know what to do. You know, I was like 16. And so she was like, I think this, uh, the Actors Workshop Studio has open calls on Saturday. So you can go. And basically I went in and I did an improv. Sean Christensen, who ended up winning an Oscar, he's a writer. Right. He was in my class. And so by the end of the year in that class... He wrote a scene for me and him to act. And so we did the scene. And when I got out of when we finished the scene, that's how I got my agent. Uh, An agent approached me from Don Buckles and Associates. Donnie's just blessed. I mean, no, but I'm serious. And and that's great. She's talented, but the right people saw her early. You're you're talented and it took until today to get people to see her. We're still waiting for something to land for this guy. I read this book. It's called, you know, uh, Synchronicity, and it's about harnessing the power of coincidence to manifest your your miracles. And I do believe that you end up in the right place, but some people don't recognize that as an in. And I just, I've always been a hard worker. And, you know, even when I came in to do Entourage, I mean, how many times did we meet and, like, sat yep. down and went through scenes and, like, wrote stuff? I th- I was only supposed to be in a few episodes. You but remember ex- that? Yep. And uh, ex- How many did you end she up She was doing? in every episode of season seven except <laughs> every one. Every one? Wow. <laughs> This is yeah, such a weird Doug's day. Doug's annoyed that I No, no, I'm actually it. thrilled. I just, I don't know what to expect. Connelly normally has no idea who the guest is. He's like, wait, Donya, you were on the show, right? I mean, I know we're friends from like secretariat school or whatever. But so, Donya, I, I think this is all really like interesting stuff. And I, I think it's interesting for the audience behind the scenes too, because we did. And I did this with lots of the actors. We sat down and we talked about your scenes. We talked about your characters and you had input into what was happening there. So how, how was your experience on Entourage for everybody out there to... You know, my experience was epic. I have to say, you know, and it, so it was such a it was such a huge show at the time. And for but for me, it wasn't about that. It was really about like it felt like a family, and I felt like really connected to everybody that I kind of came in contact with. But I also think that because we had such camaraderie, as you know, you, you as a creator and like me, I think as an actress, you gave me a lot of input. I felt like yep. it, like the character was such a part of who I was at that particular time. Right. You know, right. so for me, it was just really a, a special time. And I have to tell you, I got more recognized. I had been on Sopranos, uh, Heroes, X-Men, and I got more recognized from being on Entourage than I think I got recognized from being on anything I had ever done before Entourage. It's pretty wild. Yeah, it was pretty wild. It was a great ride. And did it know? open up? You know, people always ask, why was Danya not back? You got another gig. I mean, you know what? I, and I think between that and you know how it goes with negotiations and like stuff like that. I think in between, all, in, in between <laughs> everything, in between everything that kind of came about, then I ended up getting American Reunion, the Ameri- the the last American Pie. And then I was going, I was going to be in uh, filming in Atlanta and I wasn't around. But I did feel so honored that I still somehow made the other season, whether it was in conversation or in a poster. (laughs) We had to, you know, you had a big impact. You did. And then, you know, people liked you with with Turtle. I I think they they thought you were mean to him a little bit, though. I think some people were like a little upset. Some people were upset about that. But you know what? Alex today is probably a lot more organic. You know, she's she's more connected with Earth. She's a hippie. Mm -hmm. She's a hippie now, you know. Maybe her and Turtle can start like a medicinal marijuana (laughs) so let me ask you this donya so obviously you know you've obviously been a hot you've been hustling you've you know you've done you've grinded it out but now you're doing all this kind of stuff so you you gotta you gotta whine you're 
you're sort of in a in, in a stage where uh, you're well. Mom, I'm you're... partners with this wine company called Dry Farm Wines, right. and so let's say that it's not my wine. It's actually a bunch of wines, and they're all sort of like organically grown and, and from all it? different different places. Actually, huh? some of the growers are in Italy, you know, wow. in Australia. Ma- in yeah, there you go, Malibu. <laughs> he knows <laughs> at Dylan's house. The Santa, really? Santa Barbara, Santa Barbara. Plant some grapes. <laughs> um, so, but, it, but it's all like no sugar added, and so like nice. you know. Oh, yeah, I, I, now I'm a, I'm a so part of this. We could order the dryfarmwines.com slash Danya. I have a personal link, and you will get sort of like my pricing for, for the wines that so you So I get. hear you were going to bring bottle. some here, but it just didn't make it here on time, huh? It, it didn't arrive. I was it coming today. Right. So the whole Got thing it. behind the wine is that you share a bottle and you bring it to, to you know, have fun with people that you love. Yeah. And so I wanted to bring one for you guys. And I, and we I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Next Don't time. worry. Conley, Conley, Conley. Way, you anything thought, either, so don't worry. I thought you were gonna have some avion for me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we should have had some avion, but yeah, well, turtles sold out of it. Of, all kinds of beverages. <laughs> we do have some proper twelve we can give you. So, <laughs> yeah. but you're really, get, you're really getting it. into the business world. You're rebranding. Like, mm-hmm. what tell what what does what does that look like? I mean, it's you just trying to get into different. Yeah, you know, I just I kind of like go with whatever organically comes my way and I explore it and I try to at this point in my life also, I just try to like really go get behind things that I really love and I believe in because there's no time to kind of, you know what I mean, waste doing things that you don't want to do that you don't love that you really don't, you know, that you have to come up with like, how do I sell this? You know, how many times have you ever been like as an actor or a creator in a situation where you're like, how am I supposed to make this work so people actually like it? Like, I like the fact that I really am behind everything. And I think, you know, having kids, I have kids now. Well, That's got, another thing. Twins. Everybody I have twins. twins. Right? Yeah. How old are they? Wow. Um, they're seven. They're going to be eight. Wow. I know you're having one, and you're thinking it's a huge I'm deal. I'm <laughs> stressed out. I'm having. I had two at the same time while working, and it was a. Uh, wow. It was hectic, but it's so amazing, and it changed my life, and it changed my motivation um, with everything, you know, and including that's, I was taking a break last year before COVID happened because I felt like I had been, you know, traveling and working a lot, and I was sort of like missing out on family, and that's huge for me, and it's important to me, so um, I, I love the fact that I was taking some time off, and then I end up getting this, like, show about this young kid and that my kids are super excited about. Wow, and, that's cool. You know, Sweet Tooth is going to be really amazing for them. I remember them so watching the, the teaser. So kids can watch like, that? That's not scary for kids, though? Um, it could be a little scary, but I think it's also... But because of the suspense, but I think there's a realism and there's a hopefulness to it and a magic to it that I think a lot of young kids are going to get. It's right, Dylan. If you're scared, I'll watch it with you, bro. Like it's Will not. You it's me? not like Stranger Things. You're not going to be like. Yeah. <laughs> there's a big monster coming out where, to you. you where know? does Sweet Tooth, the title, where, where does that come from? Sweet Tooth. So yeah. basically, the young boy, his name is Gus, but he has a sweet tooth, and so he yeah, gets this so nickname. <laughs> he gets this nickname from from the guy that he's sort of oh, like partnered cool. up with, and and that's where he comes from. And so, no official season two yet. Just we got one. Yeah, you know, I am just excited air. to get you one season out. Two already. The show hasn't aired yet. Can we, can we see what we, the uh, numbers look like before you? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I think for Netflix and for everybody involved, um, our main purpose is to try to you know get inform people and get people and to watch. Get yeah. people to watch because it's yeah. really like an amazing I mean, ride. It sounds, it's like a home run. Kind. It sounds great. Yeah, I'm excited. You didn't yeah. even know that Sweet it was a, what a hybrid was. What do you think she was talking about? A Prius? <laughs> I, I mean, I, you know, I'm 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 catching You're up. Catching it's up. it's like Waterworld, where they got yeah. gills behind their ears. Remember yeah. that? I love uh, that. Totally. It's like yeah. Waterworld. Very. That's a terrific analogy. I love that. But Donnie, do you like movie. the business 
the business part, uh, the business aspect of it. Of you business, know, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've always liked it. You know, I'm all, I, again. You know, I went to college for four years, and I sort of like was thinking, okay, maybe let me have some. That's just how my brain works. Let me have something to fall back on, and sort of like, you know, figure that out. When I was my fourth year of college, I interned as a. Um, in a PR firm that uh, Stedman Graham's, uh, Oprah Winfrey's uh, husband had in New York City. So I've always been part of like... You've been doing so much, Danya. It's, it's awesome. Thank you. No, you are. I it's really like appreciate like that. New... I'm so humbled and like I'm so... I, I, I was just excited to come and hang out with you guys. I'm like, I haven't seen them in so long. And again, like Instagram and everything is like, I feel like I see you. I know. It's Doug's weird. Instagram, I know what you're up sure. to. Um, yeah. You're like a 2020 Jennifer Lopez. You're like a new age yeah. Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> So apparently I'm like the young J-Lo. Is that what they're they're saying out there? (laughs) I just got to tell you, Danya. I mean, I'm laughing because you have no idea. Whatever's coming out of that booth today is a fucking hybrid of Kevin Connolly. It's so weird. He's never never prepared. I'll tell you what, Kevin. The fact that that you're calling me a young J-Lo, I already already love you a little more. I think she's hot. (laughs) But she's a smart businesswoman. She's a smart businesswoman. She will mow you down in the street if you get in the way of one of her business deals. That's the vibe I get from you. Well, no, I mean, I think it is a good analogy because, you know, J-Lo, from the beginning, she was doing all of it and kind of making yeah. it all work and, and people for a minute didn't take her seriously as an actor. I remember the first time I saw Out of Sight and I was just like, holy shit, is she, she can good? Act. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's wow. good. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what's funny is that for me, it just, it goes way beyond like the business aspect of it. Like I remember walking into a club in New York City when she, like at the height of Jennifer Lopez when she was like beginning to be this big thing. She's still and big. And I, I walked, well, at the height, I'm just talking about the beginning where people were finally starting to get to like really know her yeah. and walking into this club with my friend who was a DJ, this big black guy, and people thinking he was like my security guard and I was Jennifer. And I was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, yeah, let us in. We I wish. Table. I wish not, my bank account was Jennifer Lopez's. <laughs> Conley's at the Kentucky Derby where That's they it. thought he was the big jockey. <laughs> security was protecting him. It's hilarious. I think uh, Zulai might be a young J-Lo as well. You she, know that, Yeah, right? she's feisty, that's for sure. Yeah. She's feisty, that's for sure. <laughs> she's feisty. <laughs> When's the due date? And are uh, these kids going to hang out too? Because I didn't know you guys. I'm yeah. so, uh, like. Tanya and I used we to were, go to clubs. We, like, ran we in the same partied. circles for We years. partied together for a By long way, time. You, you know, know what? Praise. Sounds like prey. Sounds like prey. Donnie was a was that was that prey. that was a line never from the show. A night out at the club. But Conley's <laughs> Conley's always been a favorite of this line on the show where where Piven can actually hear Ari can hear what club he's at. He's like, where are you? It sounds like prey. Donnie <laughs> has been to prey. I have been to pray. I have been, I, I, you know, I think I have been everywhere. Right. Right, well, we might as well, as long as, Danya, you have this inside track on Connolly that I don't know about. Like, what? Give, well, give us some. We're to be friends, but you have to, we report on to you. And I'm a little life. bitter about this. You're I didn't know about this. Circles. I thought Danya and I were friends. I didn't know you well, were friends. By the way, friends. you know, a friend, yeah. talking about you and our friendship, a friend of mine it came to my house the other day and she said that you are dating a friend of hers. Sarah uh, Sanderson. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who is that? Who is your friend? <laughs> Rachel. Oh, Rachel. Rachel Sterling. Connolly knows her too. Know. She was on Entree. Oh, she was also, yeah. yeah. See, I can't, unfortunately. She's, she's feisty. Big, she's feisty she's scary. too. Yeah. You, you know what the well, problem is? I don't know about that. I, would, I wouldn't call this scary. She's never been scary with me. Since Connolly is like such a social butterfly, he he's taken all friends, of my connections now. So, but give me, I mean, I is there any good stories about Connolly back in the day? Any fun 
you know, he's facts. always been fun. I, I don't I wouldn't say facts and I wouldn't go there. Yeah. Well, I don't mean like I'm trying to <laughs> find are, dirt on him. We are no, friends. We used to run in There's the plenty of it out there. We used to, Bro, yeah. We ran in the same crowd. It's that simple. Yeah. You know How? what? The cool people hang out together. That's yeah. just the way that goes. And we don't ask questions and we don't say much. <laughs> and we don't report back on podcasts 10 years later, bro. <laughs> I wasn't looking for dirt. What just kind of like. Just gonna have to stay I was really play. trying to line her up to go, he was always so sweet and nice <laughs> yeah, and whatever. No. But He's I, a, he has always been so sweet. Thank and you, so, man. and so, um, welcoming. You know, you know how it is, though, in, in Hollywood, you meet a lot of people, and sometimes, depending on whether they're working or not, they decide whether to look at you or to not. And I have to say that Connolly has always been super, you know, genuine and, and well, always friendly and always great. That is true, but he never he never looks at me, number one. Number two... Well, because it's just a fight instantly. I'm just trying to find out if he's got power back there, because, you know, this is my key light over here, and it just uh, went out, uh, and yeah. I don't know if Connolly controlled that. I was trying to say, the light is out. How's my face I look think now? you you guys maybe should look into having a relationship. I think you guys seem oh, like... Oh, he's too bicker. I have to separate these guys constantly. I mean, do you know we... By we... the way, you're quiet today. Come on. I'm always quiet. I'm the <laughs> quiet guy. You're the quiet group. guy. So different than drama, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Danya, Connolly and I actually do... Like, we don't actually go together, but we kind of do therapy. We each see our own therapist, and then we bring it into our relationships. It's fucking weird, I got to tell you. It. But yeah. it's kind of working. You didn't talk to me again this weekend. You froze me out again this week. We'll get into that later. I, don't know. I know. Wait, listen. Me and Dog had a moment, but I, that's why I love dog. I we feel did? Like we get, what moment well, did we there was There was no moment. But there Wait, was a moment where we didn't talk for a little off, bit. Dougie? No, you, there was a moment where we didn't. I know, I know, I know. I don't okay. remember. Did he change a word? If you Because he's so busy, he didn't realize he, we weren't talking. <laughs> I did not know that. But I have <laughs> always. a couple words on Doug. Forget I'm kidding. About yeah, no, if you I'm... fucking, you might have improvised <laughs> something, Danya, which you know is bullshit. Now, I always have considered Danya weirdly a friend, even though I haven't seen you in 10 years. But we had a great connection from the get go. And we went to, we went on this trip to Vegas that apparently Dylan and Conley were not on, but I'm Jerry, working, didn't get Scott Conn. Dylan, you got every invite, bro. You didn't just get it, bro. ignored him. <laughs> I had yeah. better things to do than Dylan. To by the way, Dylan didn't even have a phone back then. So you know what's you funny? Were... So Scott Conn is, uh, was, knows my husband really well, and so they would used to play in this uh, baseball league, and so after that trip that we all went on, he comes back and he was like, yeah, I know we went to Vegas, and so-and-so was there, and so-and-so was there, and this girl, Donnie, she's on the show, she's there, and my husband's watching him like what are you going to say about Donnie right he's like sitting there like oh boy I don't like where this one's going did your husband know you were in Vegas that's the question yes he did of course good, of good course. move do you know that Scott Conn beat up Conley at a football game a flag football game on La Siena that's not true he, was, he choked me out but he was defending his friend that one, I was just like, why would he even put me in that position? And I'm like, I don't understand. What if I didn't tell you? Did you pass out? Which I did. They choked you out? Good, good move. I, I gotta good hear move. about that. It was getting fuzzy. It started getting fuzzy. <laughs> I wouldn't say it was all the way out, but it was going there. Well, uh, I'm excited for your new show. I'm excited for your wine. And yes, uh, I'm excited. Yeah. Dryfarmwines.com slash Danya. <laughs> it's Sweet right. Tooth. Sweet Tooth. It's going to be great. Sweet Tooth is going to be Epic. Gotta on Netflix, watch June fourth. Dylan Epic. plays a great watch. hybrid. If they're looking, I mean, yeah, they don't even need makeup. <laughs> I mean, just naturally. On on a real note, I do. I am super excited about Sweet Tooth. I mean, I think it's like a new kind of fairy tale that you haven't experienced before, and I'm really excited for the world to see it. Nice. Yeah, I am excited too. So everyone, tune in that. June fourth, and then I don't know. I mean, this That's was it. great. I'm pretty. I Take mean, us out. Yeah, yeah right. I don't, it's it's like it's been such a, a family conversation here. It really is, and it's it's 
it's good to see you, you know? It's, yeah. it's good, good to see, to see you. It's good to see you. I think that that's been something that has um, arose from everybody quarantining and COVID. I feel like we ended up in a place of like, who do you really like? Who do you really connect with? And then hang out with them. And so yeah. like, when I got your, you know, your message about, hey, you want to come by and be on the podcast? I was like, oh my God, yes. I haven't even seen people in years. So thank you for having me, guys. No, thank you for having me. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, and, and thank you for the wine that Connelly probably swiped. Now yeah, you guys have this right. It all right Such before you have this relationship here. that I had no idea about. I hate to sound bitter and jealous, but I just don't like it. I got to be honest, I don't like it. Yeah, well, I never heard about people it. People know each other through other things. I've never heard about this. It wasn't like you called me back in the day and you're like, you know, this is Danya's strengths. Here's some things to talk about. I, I mean, there's I know nothing. What her strengths were, bro. I mean, we were friends. <laughs> that, that's it. She's got no weaknesses I, anyway. I, but I, I love you all, and we I love you, Danya. We appreciate you, you coming in, and uh, thanks everybody. That wraps up another episode of Victory the Podcast. I'm Doug. Ellen, you can follow Danya Ramirez at Danya J Ramirez. What the fuck? What the hell's going on? <laughs> this so weird. Wait, I'm yes. gonna spell it out for them just in case. D A N I A J R A M I R E Z. Thank you. Instagram. Tryformwine.com slash Danya. Goodbye all. Y'all ready for me?